What's up, everybody? This is The Quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris. We got Haley the Bear. Hello. Producer Josh. Hello. And Ryan from Miami. If I never went back to the state of Iowa again, I'd be okay with life. <laughs> I was like, what? Why the venom against Iowa? Oh, I'll tell you. First of yeah. all, can't you just say hi ever? <laughs> no, he can't. <laughs> just say hello. Hi. Hola. I'll let you What's in. up? I'll let you in on a little show secret. It's part of the shtick. At least, at least you didn't. At least you didn't give it. something away early this time. <laughs> Wait a minute! Did you just start a hashtag? Stop the shtick. Is that hashtag? Is that? Stop the shtick. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm with that. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's just go ahead and get there. Let's let's go to sports first. Sports. Uh, so before you explain why <clears throat> you you have some venom directed towards Iowa, do you want to do you want to tell us about? Uh, I well, hate March Madness. I hate no, this. No, <laughs> we don't hate March Madness. Do you want to give us the updated standings, Ry? Uh, I, I, no, I don't, uh, to answer your question. G- but. Give us who's in first place. All right, yeah. so in first place right now in our bracket, which, again, March Madness has been wild and crazy as expected, but our good friend Samson Fletcher is in first place right now. Uh, tied for first, I should say. I think we have a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven-way tie. I'm not no, going to name all of them, but a seven-way tie. See. There's only two people in first. Are we looking at the same one? Because I'm looking at I just pulled it up. Uh, okay, the max total, that's what you're looking at in terms of max total that they could have, 1850, that'd be Samson Fletcher and Go Jets. By the way, no, never Go Jets, just for the record. <laughs> never Go Jets. Anyway. But as for us, in terms of the quad... See why you are still leading the pack. And by leading the pack, it's not very impressive in terms of leading the pack, but you are still leading yeah. the pack in terms of what we're doing. Yeah, where, where am I? <laughs> oh, boy. I was doing great until uh, pretty much... Uh, Round of 64, you were killing it. I was it. great. Yeah. Man. I, picked, I picked the Richmond upset. I, <laughs> I felt good about my teams. I had uh, actually a couple of the upsets that occurred. Mm-hmm. I did not have Kentucky, but that didn't bother me. Uh, no one because does. yeah, well, you guys had Kentucky going to the final and winning. Sure did, <clears throat> both of you. Sure did. I figured you'd yeah. be more upset at Kentucky than Iowa, Ryan. But evidently, it's it's all Iowa's fault. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Uh, that's uh, yeah, no. See why you are currently tied for thirty three. There you go. Thank you. See why one is in thirty third place. All right. Well, it's not the worst I've ever done at a March Madness bracket. It's definitely not the best. And it looks like I read brackets wrong because I'd like to reannounce who is in first in uh, place here. <laughs> so it would I be, was correct? Yes, it would be NY2 LDN and Minnesota Wolves Girl are both tied for first in our bracket. So congratulations That's to you two. Wolves. I was trying to say. Sorry, Samson. <laughs> I want to talk to Sam. Sorry, Samson and go Jets. You guys are not tied for first place. No. Uh, yeah, this has just been... Absolute insanity. And then, obviously, Tennessee lost to a head, winning it all. So that kind of put a damper on mine. Also, Ryan, I would just like to point out, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people like to uh, to place wagers during March Madness. And, yep. um, yeah, I have, a, I have done a few. Yesterday, uh, I, I gave you two pieces of advice. Yep. Which you went directly against and promptly lost both bets. You know, I was trying to be a little contrarian, <laughs> have a little wager between the two of us, and I came out on the losing end. Well, the wager wasn't against me, though. <laughs> I will follow your advice so, moving forward uh, when it comes to putting my money on sporting events. You're, you're welcome, DraftKings. Yes. yes. DraftKings, you're welcome for the donation to, to the good cause here. Um, do we have, by the way, I mean, there, there's still some some favorite seeds, like Gonzaga still uh, up off and running here. I mean, you've got obviously well, Miami upsetting Auburn last night. That kind of shook things up too. But you do have some favorites that are still Texas Tech is one of them. That's up here. Villanova obviously winning. So there are still some really good quality teams left. Do we have a favorite of the ones that are left in the tournament to win it all? Or is St. Peter's just going to win the whole thing? I mean, do we just think it's Gonzaga? Gonzaga's the one I have left, and I have him going out after this next round. So I only have Ooh. a max of 10 more points left. That you can get. Because <laughs> if Gonzaga gets there, then. I mean, Gonzaga has reached its seven straight six, uh, Sweet 16. Michigan became the fifth team to reach five straight Sweet 16s. Iowa State upsetting Wisconsin was a big one. UNC's wild overtime victory over Baylor. And obviously Duke, the 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 
showdown for the final time between Krzyzewski and Izzo. There's there's one you're sleeping on that I text you guys, and I said it was my dark horse for the tournament. Houston. Houston. Yeah, that was a live bet yesterday. I went yeah. against you. It didn't work very well for me. Yeah. You, you like Houston to, to make the Final Four? I texted you guys that before the tournament started. I was like, if I was going to make more than one bracket, I would have made one where Houston goes all the way. Maybe not wins, but I, I really like that team. And uh, it, they are just playing out of their minds right now. If this year is a sports movie, it's Duke winning it all. Could it be Krzyzewski's <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. last, last thing, and then he just cuts down the... The net and leaves? I'd like to see that. I mean, it would be cool. It, it would be really, really cool. That would... Uh, or, let's go the opposite of that. A really good sports movie would be like a Cinderella story like St. Peter's. St. <laughs> Peter's is not going to win this all. Okay, cracking the Sweet 16 and going all the way I did. It I did year. like what their coach said. After uh, that last, like win, no one's gonna uh, bully us. Like we're, he's like, I've got kids on the team from New York and New Jersey. No one's gonna come in and bully uh-huh. us. <laughs> That's spoken so, from a guy who was born and raised in Jersey. So you know, speaking from the heart there. If Michigan wins, is it when like Jawan Howard's punch, like or slap, galvanize the team to a victory? <laughs> from that so, moment forward, they're like, we're winning this for coach. I don't know. I I also they have a puncher's you know, chance. He, oh my god. He immediately went viral again <clears throat> during the handshake line, um, comforting one of the Tennessee players. So yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's a cool human moment. Much right? better, much better look than punching somebody. Open hand slapping <laughs> another coach. Quite the antithesis of that. Yeah, kind of the opposite. So I mean, like, do you guys have a pick? I mean, I, obviously, I'm gonna take the easy way out and, and go Zags, but. I think my dark horse is going to be Arkansas. I think Ooh. Arkansas is really good. Who picked Suey? Didn't win the SEC championship good, but I do have. Them. Are we going to go dark horses? Because if we're going dark horses, I'm going Houston. I could go dark horses here. I I would say Houston. So you'd go Arkansas. I have Arkansas in the final four. I had them losing to Kentucky, which is not going to happen now. Dark horse for me on brand. Let's go Miami. The U. Uh, oh. After beating down Auburn uh, yesterday. I like I like the U to surprise here in the Sweet 16. So and again, if they get past Iowa State, they got a date with either Kansas or Providence. I like Miami Look, against one of those two teams. If I, and this is the one one place where I can sort of be on Ryan's side. If the Hurricanes were to somehow come and pull this whole tournament off, they are the longest shot, the largest seed to ever win. Oh. As a 10. 10 seed, if they would be, so wow. then, then you you win your uh, uh, my little uh, hot take from a couple weeks yes, ago. You would. Yeah, would come full circle. Bear, who you got? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that concludes our March Madness <laughs> coverage for the season. Oh, well, I'll have to. I'm going to support our buddy Nick and just say Duke. Okay, that would be really cool. By the way, just like riding off into the sunset for Coach K. After just an abysmal end to the regular season when he got blown out <laughs> yeah. on home on his home court. Like, that'd be really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I I wouldn't hate seeing it, you know. Very, very much different than um, the ending of the movie, which we'll we'll get to here shortly. But, you know, <laughs> I, that, would be, that would be a cool way for him to go out, you know. It'd be awesome. Regardless, I mean, he doesn't he either hold every record or is tied for every record all time. I think the the yeah. final fours is he's tied with is it Wooden? Wooden, yeah, yeah Wooden or Williams? Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. No, if I think it's I think there, it's Wooden. It's Wooden there, yeah, yeah. The UCLA, those <clears throat> UCLA teams. Well, uh, we you got, a, you got a women's. You got a women's pick, by the way. Go Knights, UCF Man, playing playing UConn dude, tonight. South Carolina, South Carolina's just so good. They, what was it like in the the end of the like last five minutes of that first or second round game uh-huh. they played, and the other team had scored like four points? Yeah, no, their their defense is unreal. It, I was looking at the score, going, "That's got to be a miss." <laughs> They've allowed a tournament low fifty four points through their first two games. That included allowing just four points to number sixteen Howard in the first half. There it is. What you're talking about there it is. They're they're strong. That's really tough. Four points, Four two, points. Two, two baskets. Yikes. Or a three and a, a free throw, but, you know. Doubtful. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, that, that would be my pick. 
Gamecocks. Go Cox. You just wanted to say that. Yep. <laughs> he did. That's be something I would say, not you. <laughs> what is happening? Do you want to say it? Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> so do we want to move from that to the insanity, which is NFL trade season? What is happening? What is, AFC West has gone wild. The wild, wild AFC West. No team is going to look the same. Like all of them? They're not. Well, like every single team, just about, it seems, has one or two players that are one of the first things that you think about when you think about that team who have either moved to another team or have been cut. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's talk about the, the biggest one is Deshaun Watson going to the Browns, waving his no trade clause so he could be traded there. Getting is it two hundred thirty million fully guaranteed? Fully guaranteed. Five five years, two thirty. Five years, two hundred and thirty million, all fully guaranteed. And we still don't know if he can play. We don't. We don't have that answer. Correct. Uh, Chris, you gave me a good explanation yesterday, uh, and kind of shed some light on this whole situation because I had asked, how come again when there are twenty two civil suits that had come up come out against him. Um, how come right now he hasn't been suspended? The league hasn't stepped in. They haven't had any discipline. And you explained yesterday, maybe an inside look into why the NFL has been patient here. Yeah, it's, you know, obviously this is a a very delicate thing to to talk about. Obviously the Browns said they've done their due diligence before even offering him this trade. So maybe they've looked into it and know something we don't. But, you know, with the first part of the, the criminal investigation, which obviously the ending result was no charges were, were brought against him in the criminal uh, litigation that was pending. <clears throat> I think because it was, there were several cases where it was across state lines. The FBI was actually investigating a lot of this. And so when that's happening to that level, they ask the NFL to not get involved. And, and a lot of the, the NFL, the people that work for the NFL that do those, investigations into any criminal or civil lawsuit against a player, I believe, or, or like former, you know, federal prosecutors. Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of took a step back and they have not done their look into it so that they would stay out of possibly messing up any criminal investigation that was ongoing. But now that that's done, I think this is the part where you start seeing them step into the NFL if they're going to, you know, levy any, uh, penalty or suspension against Deshaun, um, it, it, it'll happen moving forward. There's a moral conundrum here. You know, put put aside on the field stuff, and I know we'll talk about that. But bear and I might, by the way, I may be wrong, but that that no, no, that, no that's that sounds correct. that sounds very very correct in okay. terms of, of how that how that goes. But bear, I want to ask you because, and you have an interesting perspective here. The NFL, the NFL wants female fans, right? They are going after a female fan base, whether mm-hmm. it be their push, you know, for, for breast cancer awareness in the end zone, all the advertising, like they want to attract a female fan base. Sorry. You know, we're just, it's just one of those just, days. Just for me. It's <laughs> fine. Continue. I'm sorry. real serious here. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, with this pending, and of course, again, you know, you're going to have, uh, you know, the jury's going to be the fans, right? That will that will either support or not support this. And whether or not this impacts or is a stain on the NFL, but in just your opinion, Bear, like, does the NFL need to do something here to set a standard and say, this is not okay, even if we go through the entire investigation and they find, well, you know, nothing's being able to be provable here. What's your, what's your take on it? Because I'm curious. If it's not provable, then I'm not going to... I'm not going to make my own decision based on what I don't know. I, I see him as a player and he is in stuff right now and everyone is doing their job on their side, whether to prove him wrong or be right. That is that. So until there is undeniable truth, then so be it. I mean, this happens all the time and we all know that people are targeted and there's always money involved. And I just, I do not make my decision until there is unreasonable doubt that this person did this. I'm not going to take away that he is a good player. He is still standing by that. He says he is a good person. He would never treat people like that. But I'm also not saying that there isn't lying going on either, but until there is unreasonable doubt that he did this and that it's not just people trying to get money or make stuff up or not say that this, 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 I really don't know. I'm not, a jury. I'm not a judge. I'm not a lawyer. So 
You'll let the process take its course, basically. Basically. Yeah. And I, I, I can make my own judgments, but I'm not going to say them right now because a lot of people may disagree with me. But so I'm just not going to say it. Um, <clears throat> in the, the case of Baker Mayfield now. He got he got uh, he got kicked what, to the curb pretty quickly, huh? Uh, what the hell? But they haven't they haven't released him or traded him. Spotted on Wednesday night. Oh, Morgan Wallen concert, and then at uh, downtown. I'm not going to say which park. Um, <laughs> not going to say where they go hang out. Nope. Baker Mayfield spotted in Nashville. I find that to be interesting. Now, maybe he's just a big country music fan. Nashville's a great city. We all live here. We love living here. It's great. Maybe he was just coming down for a little postseason, offseason, R&R, or, or. uh, His wife, over a year ago, I served his wife and her friends here before, too. So I think they could just be they like this city. How much do they like this city? Mm. How much does this city like Baker Mayfield? Do, do we think Baker Mayfield is honestly a better option? Than Ryan Tannehill? Line? Yes. Probably not. Ryan Tannehill can, can at least see over the offensive line. <laughs> You're just handing it off to King Henry anyway. Yeah. I think, I'm, just, I'm going out on a limb. I think Baker Mayfield to the Titans. I think Ryan Tannehill to the Colts. Lock it in. Whoa. Whoa. Tannehill just has to the hand QB off to carousel is just spinning with you. Tannehill just has to hand off to Jonathan Taylor 30 times a game and then play action through a couple passes. I think it's exactly what he's doing in Tennessee, but Tennessee wants to shake it up. Let's go. I've got two, uh, two guys right now that are friends of mine. <clears throat> Sorry, major morning voice this morning. Uh, I've got two guys that are, that are big fans of the Washington football team. Now the commanders and, uh, so it it's, so I'm not used to it yet. It's so weird. I I almost wish it was still the Washington football I team. Like that was that easier. I kind of like that better. Is that weird? <laughs> well, it, it, I don't know. It, maybe it'll grow on us. But it, it's uh, <laughs> they are not happy that they got Carson Wentz. <laughs> I wouldn't be either. Like they were they were actively depressed, and I'm like, well, I mean, it's a former MVP though. You know? As depressed as when we got <laughs> our. He's a former MVP. He is. Really. He was an MVP during that Super Bowl season. Yep. Nick Foles he, won the Super Bowl. Had, I was going to say, he won, didn't win the Super Bowl for them. Correct. Two, uh, how long ago was that? He also has like bionic legs and arms at this point, too. So, I mean, he's just been he he's had, had so he many injuries. He can't get through a full season. Did he get through one this year? This past year? Unfortunately for the Colts, yes. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> he did. But the one thing that I can recall from this past season outside of the Colts running game was him throwing that awful interception pick six from the their own end zone yeah for no really reason terrible and that's, that's the play that, that's actually to be fair that's probably the play people think about when they think about Carson Wentz now anyway and in recent memory no one remembers the Super Bowl let's be real <laughs> Nick Foles does Philly yeah, special he didn't help I special. Either, so. yeah Philly special man um either way tough 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 look for <clears throat> Uh, yeah. Washington football team. I'm still curious too. Like we, I want to talk about your division because it's un, it's insane. Like the counter moves that are going on in the AFC West right now. All right, so whether things, it be Russ or yeah. I mean, it's Von Miller. Like it's crazy right now. Well, Von Miller went to the Bills. Went to the Bills. Left, yes. but I'm saying all the defections too. It's it's nuts. Yeah. So uh, to recap, Russell Wilson is now the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Devontae Adams is a wide receiver in Las Vegas. The Chargers signed Mike Williams, and then they got Khalil Mack. So now we have to go against Bosa and Mack two times a year. Oof. The Chiefs, thank goodness we did something. We were trying to get him last season, but we couldn't make it work. But we got Juju Smith. Juju, that's a mouthful. Juju Smith-Schuster. Just call him Juju. From Pittsburgh. It's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be the most fun. <laughs> and because uh, it's a lot of West Coast teams, they're going to be late games. And because they're gonna, it's the Chiefs, it's going to be a lot of primetime games. So we're going to see a lot of this stuff. But as a Chiefs fan, I am terrified. Yeah, I would like, be too. This is we at least we used to feast kind of like how the the Pats did in the AFC East. Like you kind of feasted for five or six wins in your division every year. And now this is not the case. Like you could tell me the Broncos are going to be a problem. Broncos are going to be a problem. You could tell me that the Chargers could win our division. I'd believe that. I all right. I'd believe it. <clears throat> Everybody keeps talking about how great Herbert is. 
it, it hasn't translated to enough wins yet. That's all I'm saying. Everybody every year is like, Chargers are going to take it. They're the dark horse to win the division, and then they haven't done it. And now, granted, it's small sample size. But I'm not going to believe that until I see it in a division that tough. And it got tougher by Russell Wilson going into it and them actually not having the statistically one of the two or three worst passing offenses. And like him with those wide receivers and that defense – it's it's a problem. It's yeah, a problem. it's going to be a problem. Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy is going to love Jerry catching Judy's passes nice. from him. <laughs> and uh, what the running back Williams? Like they're all really, really good. Their offensive line sucks, so they need to do something about that in the off season. But yeah. as far as weapons, they're stacked. And look, here's the other thing too. It it has also given us the most fantastic. TikToks, reels, memes. <laughs> Wilson. I remember there was the, the Wilson one. There was also uh, where they were they were using Castaway as the. And it's like <laughs> there was one of like this huge jacked bodybuilder like ripping doors off their hinges, walking into somewhere, and it was like uh, <laughs> what what's the guy's name? I just blanked. The wide receiver for uh, the Seahawks. Uh, DK, uh, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf. It's a DK Metcalf looking for the head coach's office. Um, and then there's there's one that was like, uh, "Hey, we just um, we traded uh, who was who was the quarterback for Denver? Drew, Drew Lock. They're like, we just traded Drew Lock for Russell Wilson. It's <laughs> like, no offense. That's awesome. <laughs> Who's going to be my new quarterback? And they're like Drew Lock because <laughs> he was part of the trade. Yeah, I'm curious though. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, he's the best quarterback in that division. Who's who's number two? Because you can make, make an argument that Derek Carr could be number two, given his resume, the, the career year he had last year. Justin Herbert's up there. Russell, like, well, who's the second best quarterback the way, in the division? By the way, you're you're probably not thinking Derek Carr until that trade for Devontae Adams comes through. And now it's like, ooh. He still has 30 career game-winning drives. Like, Derek Carr is really good. I don't think you can decide till after you see this season with every with all the changes. you got to yeah. see how they can – If can they play with other players? Can they go into a new – Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, college best friends. Yes. That was his quarterback in college. Yeah, I have that's a bold, Jamar I have a, Chase, Joe Burrow type stuff. I have a bold prediction. I think here. Are you going to say the Raiders are going to be the best ones? Because there is a case to be made. My bold prediction is not only will the Raiders win the division this year, but Derek Carr will lead the NFL in passing yards and passing touchdowns this year. That is going to be a fun team to watch in Vegas. Florida man already not high on Tom Brady. Headline. That's true. Here's the thing. I to give your your bold statement some credence. This is Derek Carr contract year. Ooh, this is the last year of contract idea. year. We Ooh. love good contract year seasons. Yes. He's got I'm, the weapons. I'm telling you right now. If you're asking me to not pick the Chiefs, which again, I have I don't trust them the past couple seasons. Josh, we've <laughs> Tell gone, me about it. Go around <laughs> Tell around me about, about it. Hey, can we just make it no one bet on the Chiefs to cover this year, please? At all. Don't At do all. it. Don't, don't do, it. do it. This is not I've said this for two seasons. <laughs> this is the third season. Do not bet on the Chiefs spread. They will that not cover. Oh, it's hot. I'm gonna touch it anyway. Yeah, yeah. They will not cover. Um I I think it's the Broncos. I think they're Everyone is forgetting Ooh. how good that defense is and how good those weapons are. Yes, they need a little help on the offensive line, but outside of that, they have not had a good quarterback one year. Peyton Manning. Period. Since Peyton was there, and Peyton was at the end of his career when he was that there. That second year was terrible. Osweiler yeah. carried a lot of that during the regular ah, season. Brocktober, baby. Brock Lobster. Um, Rock and roll. Brock Lobster. It will. We will know. I think we will know in that first Broncos game because if I don't know if you've watched much Seahawks in the last couple of years, Russ is not running around like he used to, and maybe well, that's just he has checked out. Maybe that's the system Pete Carroll has installed. There's a lot of factors that can go into that. If Russ, there, there are a lot of factors. That defense, which used to be dominant, is not is non-existent in correct. Seattle. They also had a terrible offensive line, and as good as DK Metcalf is, he's not the type of receiver that Jerry Judy is. No, and not as fast. And he will, he will make mistakes chucking it, but I think they'll keep him in a much more, um, you know, run short pass heavy offense. So when he does unload, he's going to get people open. 
What is Metcalf even going to want to stay? Or I mean, I, think he, I don't any, think he has an option. Like he has literally, he's has nobody. <laughs> There's nobody on that team. I, th- I remember him throwing a few passes last year. I think I feel like he could play quarterback <laughs> if he wants to. Can you imagine trying to tackle oh, that dude man. in the backfield? Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Yeah, there's. I, I can't remember who they were playing, but there's a great, if you look it up, uh, like DK Metcalf shrugging off hits, there's one where this guy is just like coming directly at him, hits him, falls down, and DK Metcalf's like, crap, I dropped the ball. Like, he doesn't move. <laughs> it's just got to be terrifying. It's a physical specimen right there. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's let's move on. Let's uh, let's go to music. Music. Shout out, Ryan, to your home state, Florida. Let's go. Can we please remember I'm from Florida too? <laughs> it's just that you always talk about the Bears. I think everybody forgets. Like I was born and raised there too. <laughs> nope, just Ryan. Ryan from Florida. Just Ryan. That's it. <laughs> Florida man and woman. Um. No, seriously, I, absolute insanity this weekend. Had way too much fun. Estero, you were incredible. We're putting together like a video clip to go out this week. Jeff's working on it. Uh, Jeff Johnson, my videographer and photographer on the road. St. Augustine is probably top three shows I've ever done. They were ever? like 115, 116 dB. So they're louder than the PA the crowd was amazing. I ran out in the crowd at one point, scared the crap out of security because I never do that. But a couple people got engaged and I saw it and like bolted off stage and got out there and sang to them in the crowd. And, uh, yeah, they, someone threw their phone at one point. Like people were, st- people started throwing so much stuff on the stage, which we had to be like, okay, chill. Like a boot hit my guitar at one point. Stacy said three phones. Yeah, up on there, stage, by the there way, were, the but the very first one that I saw, <clears throat> I saw it hit the deck, and I was like, uh, "Who throws a phone? <laughs> Honestly, who throws Honestly. a phone? Who throws a shoe? Yeah, Don't and I, me. <laughs> I, I got, uh, I got on their phone, and I did like a big pan around to the crowd, and the crowd screamed, and I went, "All right, everybody, get real quiet," and like everybody got really, really quiet, just went been trying to contact you about your car (laughs) (laughs) and then i gave them their phone back Uh, that's great it uh we played rescue me for the first time at that show thank Um, you finally yeah ryan haas shout out to him i I was like hey man maybe learn this one if you got time this week and he like walked over to me like for day one when we were sound checking i went hey boss check this out (laughs) started playing it so uh yeah i just had a i had a blast and then we capped everything off at the valspar um, got to to play a show out there, and you never know when you get hired to do a show like that what it's actually going to be like, what you know the stage setups going to be like, how many people are going to get done watching the tournament that day and come out to watch the performance, and it was like twelve thousand people. Awesome! <laughs> it was great absolutely it was, incredible. It was a lot of people. It was really cool. And shout out to John Daly for showing up. Yeah, he yeah. was having a blast, man. Somebody gave so him a, a microphone, and and I would not, I would not suggest that in the future. But <laughs> he was having a good time. He's dropping some music, bro. Is he really? Yeah. No, yeah. it's out. It's, it's out. out. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. 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 Give me the scoop on this. Yeah. Uh, there's one song, uh, I believe it's called "Whiskey and Water" that he did with Willie Nelson. Yep. And it, it's really cool. Uh, several of my friends have have cuts on the record. What? Yeah, dude. Uh, John Daly. So if y'all are, uh, if y'all want to go give that a listen, I'm sure he would appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, 13 songs came out last week. That's whiskey and water. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, whiskey and water. I was right. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And then it's the follow up to his 2010 record. I only know one way. Ah, uh, that second album, man. You know, I only know one way to crush the driver off the team. <laughs> 387 <laughs> yards with a nice every time. stogie in the mouth. Just, uh, letting it rip. And I, I'll, I'll give him one more shout out. I'll try not to to cuss where where he did. That way, I don't have to worry about the edit later. <laughs> but my drummer, who very rarely gets like excited to meet anybody, is like a huge golfer. And his uncle George, I believe, uh, Monty's uncle is a like a big John Daly fan. And he's like getting off the bus, and uh, he'd been hanging out with us for a while after the show. And Monty goes, "Hey, I'm sorry. I'm going to be that guy." He's like, would you mind just sending a quick video? He goes, 
my uncle's always talking about he wants to hit the the John Daly divot, as he calls it, um, when he hits his shots. And we just do a, hey, man, keep trying to hit that divot. Like, that's all that's all I need. Do you mind? And he goes, no, go ahead. Give me the phone. And he goes, George, it's John Daly. <laughs> hit the ball, George. <laughs> if there's not a divot and a really loud sound, it's not a good shot. If you're hitting four inches behind the ball, George, you're probably not very good. Just kidding. I love you. That's awesome. <laughs> and it, it, like That's he awesome. said it to his uncle. It made his uncle's like whole weekend. It was great. All right. So Florida was was a success. What's next? More tour dates um, to be released. What do we got coming up? Yeah, we have added some stuff that has not even been announced yet. So if you're you're looking on there and you don't see your state. <clears throat> don't come for me in the comments going come to delaware come to it's like i promise we're, we're adding stuff so the the next thing up is here in a couple weeks i'm doing two nights at billy bob's in fort worth Ooh, which is gonna be okay really awesome such a good venue so all my texas peeps make sure you get out there to that it's gonna be fun and uh at the end of a bar is I believe sitting at 26 today on the chart. Let's go. Yes. So climbing. Well and truly top 30, climbing, very strong, strong to quite strong. And it, it's just a blast singing that song with Mitchell. He has so much fun. When he comes on stage, by the way, and that 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 St. Augustine crowd went nuts. Like people love it when he comes on to sing that with you. Well, you, you can see that video that I posted. Yeah. When when Mitchell comes back out, which is really funny because it's like he opened. So it wasn't a surprise. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Mitchell Tenpenny's here. <laughs> like, just like, I literally yeah. was just on stage 15 minutes ago. <laughs> right. It's deceptive how many of his songs you know all the words to. People don't even realize they know all the words to it until he's singing them. And they're like, wait, I know every word to this song. It, it really is. His yeah. final song is always my favorite. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. May not want to say it for the crowd, but uh, when he, as he posted, there's 12,000 people showing me the middle finger and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> Look that song up because you'll know why. Yeah, you'll, well, you'll he just released that shirt too. That's the middle finger. Uh, I love yeah. it. I don't so deal great. with Mitches anymore. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. rhymes with that. Nice. It's Halloween nice. version. I don't deal with witches. Yes. Oh, <laughs> one for every season. <laughs> Our good friend, Tenny Penny. <laughs> don't, oh call him, don't call him that. M10. M10. All right. What are you listening to, guys? Ryan, are you ready? No. Dang it, Ryan. Okay, Haley, you ready? <laughs> yes, I am ready. Um, mine is going to be Every Day by Logic and Marshmallow. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's just a... Gets you in a mood like, yeah, I'm a badass. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got this. So, yeah. It's a good a, a beat. Well, uh, while you guys were in Florida living it up... Um, I was doing laundry Friday night and oh man, <laughs> I hopped on Instagram live to just waste some time in between loads in the dryer. And I decided to do a bunch of requests of pop songs, but singing them in an incredibly country accent. Okay. Wait, what? Like, how, did, how did that go? It was really fun. It was honestly, it was a great hour of my life that I just sat there and sang all sorts of songs. But one of them in particular really worked as a country song, and that was Live in La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. <laughs> that, that song actually came on at the bar last week, and I was like, what? What is Live this? in La Vida Loca. Can, can, I, can, I, can we get a little preview of that? Can, can I hear a little bit? Just one line. Up, south, in, south, out. Live in La Vida Loca. <laughs> She'll push and pull you down, living La Vida Loca. Wow. <laughs> well done. Stay tuned to my Instagram for more quality yes. content like this. Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> we need that on the quad Instagram. Like I'm, I'm going to do a very hard pivot because this came on. I had a bunch of different things that I had prepared to go. I was listening to this. This isn't this. But uh, money don't matter tonight. Prince and the new power generation. I'm with that. Yeah. It just randomly popped up. I had my, my phone on shuffle in the car on my way over here this morning, and that came on. I was like, hell yeah, Prince. Yes. It's a good Monday Monday yes. morning kind of song. Mm. All right. Well, I'll go with one that I heard last night in the bar. By the way, shout out to our good friend Timmy Brown. I was hanging out with him yesterday. My song was going to be Nothing to See Here by Timmy, but I got another one because that came on yesterday when we were sitting at Red Door. Um, Eric Clapton. <laughs> Little Eric Clapton, by the way. First concert I've ever, ever went to in my life, Eric Clapton. 
Layla by Eric Clapton. All-time All right. classic. Which, which version are you talking about? Upbeat or the acoustic? Up, the upbeat. The okay. upbeat Layla version. Yes. One of my all-time favorites. Because technically, that that's song? Derek and the Dominoes. Yeah, it's Derek and the Dominoes. We just blew Ryan's mind. No, you, you should look through all of the bands no. that Eric Clapton has been in. Yeah, I mean, that oh, Cream was, of it, Clapton and Cream, John Mayall, yeah. Derek and the Dominoes. Oh no, that, that's, that's not Derek. his original. Well, it, it is. Yes. He's playing guitar okay. and singing, okay. but it's Derek okay. and the Dominoes. Okay. If you look up Eric Clapton, Layla, it's probably going to bring you the stripped acoustic version, which I really like, by the way. And I made the mistake of telling somebody that I liked that one better than the upbeat one. And I got screamed at. <laughs> I want you to know. I'm with you. The acoustic version is better. I like it. It's it slaps. Better. It slaps. It's a, I, I think it's better for the lyric, personally. Hmm. I just learned something. Thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. The more you know. The star I comes I can't across. even think of the song that you're talking about, so. You got me on my knees. <laughs> Wait, What? <laughs> Maybe, maybe I just don't recognize the title of the song. I'm begging, darling, please. Layla. Darling, won't you ease my worried mind? <laughs> okay. Please stop no. singing. Layla, then, then. You got me on my knees, Layla. No? Begging, darling, please, Layla. No. no. Oh, my God. We, I, we can't okay. play it for this legal a, reasons, but yeah. I want to. I really want to play it now. We'll, we'll play moment. it at the end when we when we get to the guitar intro. I mean, that's always well, and that's uh, the that's the that's Derek the faster version, version. But yes, all right, let's go to movies. Movies. All right. Did you watch this? I did. Yeah. Last night and this morning. Coach Carter. No way. You watched it both times last night. And this I morning? fell asleep. Is that good? She the finished. End. I knew exactly what she was going to say. She fell asleep. Uh, PG-13, 2005. There will be spoilers, so just... Do you want to get the button? 2005 movie? Yeah. I mean, like, just on, just on principle, that's why the button is there. 2005! She hadn't seen it until last night and this morning. Yeah. So, 64% of Rotten Tomatoes, awfully low. I'm kind of surprised. <laughs> is it? Well, I mean, I liked this movie. I thought this movie was good. Uh, 89% of Google users like this movie. So evidently, if you're people going to like find it. this movie, yeah, you like it. like it. Uh, in 1999, Ken Carter, Samuel L. Jackson, returns to his old high school in Richmond, California to get the basketball team into shape. Rich what? Oh, stop it. Richmond. I said Richmond. No, he's trying to quote the movie. It's Rich what? Yeah, I know. Rich. With tough rules and academic discipline, he succeeds in setting the players on a winning streak. I hate you, Ryan. But when their grades start <laughs> wow. to suffer. That's mean. I'm kidding. Carter locks them out of the gym and shuts down their championship season. When he is criticized by the players and their parents, he sticks to his guns, determined that they excel in class as well as on the court. Uh, interesting. Directed by Thomas Carter. Uh <laughs> And name it after after myself, but um, yeah, I I really like this movie. It, it is obviously very drama driven. Like it, even in the the description, it says sports slash drama. Um, it, it's more about the the tension between what the coach is trying to accomplish with the kids maintaining unity and also having their grades up alongside you know a community that kind of is just like. Just let them play because this is what they have. Uh, did you like this movie? I liked it, but it annoyed me. Oh. Which part? A lot of it. Not enough Channing Tatum for you? <laughs> First of all, it was really <laughs> nice to see all the familiar faces, especially like going back to like Disney Channel days. Like like, Ashanti? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> but Rick like, Gonzalez, Ashanti, Samuel Jackson, Channing Tatum. I mean, Rob Well, Brown, even the one Antoine guy plays Tanner. in Arrow. Uh, crew, the guy who plays Cruz was mm -hmm. Mad Dog and Arrow, but I watching this. Obviously, I know it's a movie, and in my head, I'm like, I, I know this is a movie. I need to rationalize that, but I couldn't because the amount of times that I just wanted Coach Carter to get up and scream at that board meeting, like, no, yeah. no coaches would be looking at your son if it wasn't for me, like. Kind of like they're like, and how many that many parents are okay with them not getting an education or like pushing in school and in sports, and like that's just the the, the rationalizing behind that. And he came in and he, they were going undefeated immediately. 
It just, all these concepts were annoying the hell I out think, of me. I think that's more realistic, though, than, mm -hmm. than maybe you realize. I, I mean, don't, that, that I, happens a lot. I don't think it is. Like, including the school board itself not wanting to push education. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But again, I just wanted Coach Carter to be like, the woman kept standing up saying, some scouts are coming to look at my son. And, he, and I wanted him to be like, yeah, and they wouldn't be if I wasn't here. Y'all won four games last year. And now you're winning more and they're only going to accept your son if he has a GPA <laughs> kind of thing. And that's just well, all I wanted him to do. Not only, but yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that's part of the tension of the movie. I that's get it, but it, it just drama. annoyed me so much. And I was just like, <laughs> come on. What about the ending? Were you okay with the ending? I knew it was going to happen. I knew they weren't going to win. Yeah, we already said spoilers. Okay. Oh, you're good. You're good. I Oh, oh, oh no! What? I, I what? heard you go. Oh. <laughs> it was like I knew they were gonna. After winning all the games, having the lockout, you knew that story was not gonna have I, that time frame. A lot of movies related to that didn't always win the big game. That was always about the moral of the the moral of the story of the of the transition to get there. Yeah. So I knew they weren't gonna win, especially when he missed the block. I'm like, yeah, that's going in, bro. <laughs> I I like this movie. Yeah, that's you like this in, movie. I do. I forgot how, like, the actors in this movie, like, you, when you look back 15 years you later, what they've done, it's like, whoa, this was a star-studded film. Like, with the number of talented actors that were in this film. I thought Samuel da Jackson did a good job, but if I had put this in the pantheon of basketball movies, like, this isn't anywhere close to the top five of, like, best basketball movies. Like, looking at Hoosiers or looking at... Uh, the air up there. Air Bud, you know? Air Bud. <laughs> Oh my god, Josh! Did you like this movie? Blue chips, loving basketball, Blue high school chips. musical. <laughs> god, seventeen again. Not technically a basketball movie, you but know, not not a basketball. You know, movie. Step up, you the know? sixth man. <laughs> Eddie, let's Eddie. keep going. <laughs> keep it going. Eddie, wow. By the way, if you have ever seen the sixth man, you know why that's so funny. <laughs> You forget about you that? Got, you got me with that one. Yeah. I totally forgot about that movie. All right. Space you like, Jam. You like this. Yes. <laughs> I like a Space Jam. Space Jam 2. Space Jam 2. <laughs> Absolutely not. Don't ever mention that as a basketball movie. That is a freaking disaster. Oh, man. oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I, I like this movie. <laughs> we all just devolved into... You're welcome. Um, Cruz, sort of the, uh, the prototype for Steph Curry, just jacking up threes all the time. Running the fast break, wow. jacking up three years earlier than yep. Steph. Yeah, I like that. That's where he yeah. got his inspiration. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this if you've never seen it before. And if you haven't, now you know what happens in the movie, so you don't have to watch it. <laughs> we just condensed it down. Uh, the screen debuts of Channing Tatum and Ashanti, by the way. So good to get their careers kicked off. Was Really? Yeah. I didn't know that was the debut yeah. of, of Channing. Both of them, yeah. Wow. Doing uh, 500 push-ups. <laughs> 1,000 1,000 uh, suicides Much better with hair by the way Than he is with bald head to He's be not really right. bald though It's uh, just it's, super shaved yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a fade Like your old real haircut tight fade. Yeah. Real tight fade Yeah Better with hair So we're two weeks out from Morbius So what do we what do? Because yeah, that's got That's got to be in two the weeks The Lost City Is that That's out Oh yeah Okay so Ch this Channing is Channing Tatum month. It's Channing Tatum, yeah. All right. <laughs> Between dog and... <laughs> it is literally Channing Tatum month. Okay. Cool. Let me... Yeah. Actually, let me read the description for this movie. Uh, that way you can decide if you want to see this or not. We're seeing it. 89% um, of uh, Google users like this movie. It has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. What the hell? Wow. That wouldn't... I was not expecting that. This makes me want to watch it less. Well, all right. So it's got Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, and Brad Pitt. Oh, I'm in. And Daniel Radcliffe's the bad guy. Yeah, I'm in. So uh, reclusive author Loretta Sage writes about exotic places in her popular adventure novels that feature a handsome cover model named Alan, who is Channing Tatum. While on tour promoting a new book with Alan, Loretta gets kidnapped by an eccentric billionaire who hopes she can lead him to an ancient city's lost treasure from her latest story. Determined to prove he can be a real her real life hero and not just on the pages of her books, Alan sets off to rescue her. I'm in. Yeah. 
Let's do it. Sandra Bullock also said this will be her last movie for a while. So I feel like just really? because of that, we should we should watch this. That I mean, really blindsided the, me. Dude, the, the trailer looks... Ah. Yeah. <laughs> the trailer looks funny. The more I sit by him, I absorb. You absorb that? I absorb this. I don't like this. You're welcome. <sighs> trailer looked pretty good. Yeah. All right. So that's what we're watching this week. Cool. Uh, feel free to join us. It's PG-13 uh, comedy action, The Lost City. Let's go to the hot take. All right. In honor of spring break and March Madness, <laughs> the best hangover remedy. Ryan, you want to kick us off? You got one? Well, you know, if you use the code RY underscore bass. Dang it, that uh, was going to be my joke. That was going to be my joke. I was going to do that one. I knew it. I knew it. Best hangover remedy for me would have to be, and this is, again, this is a, now, are we talking next morning or like, are you doing this before you go to bed kind of remedy? Remedy, remedy. not recovery. Okay. So the best hangover remedy for me would be Taco Bell. <laughs> Just a big old bag a of Taco Bell. A big old Bell. bag of Taco Bell. You give me a big old bag of Cheesy Gordita Crunch, Crunch Wrap Supreme. That is my hangover remedy. Oh, so we're talking the night of, not the next morning. Or I is it, thought is we were open? talking about the next morning. No, no, no. We're not talking about recovery. We're talking about remedy, remedy. guys. Well, remedy. remedy is a recovery. I don't get the hangover until the next day. Yeah. I, I know what you're... The you're, definition of remedy, according to our friends at Google... Yeah, but definition of hangover. <laughs> a, a medicine or treatment for a disease or injury. And so we're just all over the place. <laughs> all right, fine. You you can do you can go either way. Either way, you can go something you're eating before or something that you're taking the next morning. Taco Bell. Ryan is still Taco Bell. Taco Bell, <laughs> best hangover. You're ready. going to get the breakfast at I'm, Taco Bell. Oh, oh, doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll Ooh. go the next morning. AM Crunchwrap. Oh man, uh, what's what's yours? I'm a man of simple taste. Say, yellow Gatorade. Yellow? Yellow. Gatorade? You're Yellow. going against Blake Shelton? Yes. <laughs> but by the way, if you know what the flavors of Gatorade are, you're, you're a, a liar. You're, you're a, a liar. Monster. It's colors. It's, yeah. It's light I'll blue. I'll have the red Gatorade. Yes. Red, okay. light blue, dark blue. Isn't it lemon lime? Isn't yellow lemon lime? Lemon lime. There you go. All right. Uh it's well, that's not it. That's just part of oh, it. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. It is a lemon lime yellow Gatorade. A sugar free Red Bull. And an order of chicken minis from Chick-fil-A. I hate those so I don't much. like chicken minis either. That's the only thing that's on their menu that I don't like. We've had this discussion. Yep. But all, you do that in one sitting? Yes. In the morning. Man. All right. Unless uh, it's a Saturday night into a Sunday morning. Yeah, in which say, case, This ruins your... You can't get hungover on a, on a Sunday then because yep. you're done. You're, <laughs> you're done in trouble. At that point, you just pray for death. <laughs> <laughs> or Monday. Um, what's yours, Bear. I am going very basic here. So the very rarely do I get hungover. But if I do, the only thing that works for me is sleep. Why? Because when I'm sleeping, I don't feel like crap. So <laughs> when I'm asleep, I am fine and I will sleep it off until I wake up and I'm like, I feel great. So honestly, the only remedy is sleep. Because when you're sleeping, you're dreaming and you don't think about feeling like crap. What if you're not dreaming? Then you're, you're sleeping, sleeping and you still don't feel like crap because you're asleep. You do uh, when you wake when up. I, yeah, I was going to say, when I, if I feel like crap, I wake up. <laughs> I can't sleep. Sleep next to the toilet. No. Mm -hmm. Nope. It's just sleep for me. Also, shout out to just puking in the morning. That's, <laughs> it's, it's a surefire way to get over it. It really does. Shout out to puking in the morning. <laughs> I we can't, see you. I, I can't. No. You can't? I will fight. Oh. Actively uh, fight it. I, I, I won't. I go the opposite. I'm like, let's just get this over with. No, uh, let's, everybody, like even, everybody out of the club. Let's even go. When everybody I've, out of the club. Like, even when I'm I'm actually sick, like with a stomach bug or something, like I, I will fight doing that. I, I, I can't. I hate it. Um, so mine, I was going to totally just troll you guys and say the best hangover entity is not drinking. Uh, but I feel like that's unfair because everybody actually gave an, a legitimate answer. So uh, in lieu of that, in lieu of pulling a Ryan, I will, uh, I will go with this um, 
and obviously not sponsored by not recommending this. This is just something that I did one time when I was in Las Vegas many years ago. I was walking by and I saw this thing. It said, hey, celebrate and feel great. It's drink aid is what it's called. And it's a little shot. And I, hmm. I have to say, hmm. I think not it bad. worked. Not bad. I think it works. Would it be too cheesy to just say, go get an IV? Vitaflow is also an excellent way to get over it. I'm not. No, uh, uh-uh. I'm not going somewhere. And this is, I, I know friends that swear by that. I'm not going somewhere. That's not a doctor's office and letting them They're try to registered put nurses. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care. <laughs> According <laughs> to our friends at Harvard university, <laughs> these are the seven steps to cure your hangover and get over that awful feeling. Again, our friends at Harvard, I wouldn't think they would be the ones to be the forefront authorities on this, oh, but you know what? Pro Ivy League parties, bro. Yeah, yeah. They, they party. So at number seven, B vitamins and zinc. And IVs, yeah. Oh, that sounds like Harvard kids now. At yeah. number six, <laughs> drink coffee or tea. Sugar-free Red Bull. At number five, take a pain rel- reliever, but not Tylenol, apparently. Okay. Do they say why not? Don't take Tylenol. That's just, it says that's... that. Okay. I don't know if Harvard has a deal with uh, Ashley. They have a deal with Advil, yeah. Well, I think acetaminophen does something with your liver. So, Got it. Got Maybe it. that's why. Thank you for the science behind that. At number four, avoid darker colored alcoholic beverages. Yeah, more sugar. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been doing that as an adult, and it has made quite the difference. At number three, my method of accounting, get some carbohydrates into your system. All right. Shout out to Ryan for those bagels this morning. Yes, you're Clutch welcome. move. Yes. Number two, drink fluids. Okay. Thanks, Harvard. What's number number one? And at number one. Sleep. Number one (laughs) on their list of best hangover remedies, hair of the dog. Oh, really? Let's go. Wow. Let's go. I'm surprised none of us picked hair of the dog. Harvard parties. We can all attest that after New Year's, I tried to do hair of the dog and did a pipe bomb and immediately threw it back up, and it did not help. So. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that is a good way to close that out as any. Cheers. Make sure you guys go vote on this, all right? And I hope you enjoy the rest of March Madness. Thank you again for hanging out with us here on The Quad with Chris Young, as always. From myself, Haley, Josh, and Ryan. Live and in person in Nashville, Tennessee, buddy. We love you guys. All of us just danced all the way through that outro. Just <laughs> post that stuff on TikTok. Call it good. <laughs> <laughs> the quad dance. <laughs>